0: Thanks to Blinkist for supporting Apple Bits XL. Fit more listening and reading into your life with key takeaways from the best nonfiction books. Get a free seven-day trial at blinkist.com/applebits. That's blinkist.com/applebits with a Z. All right, let's get to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the Apple Bits XL. Brian Tong here, your host, doing the most. And hey, today we have a special show. This is kind of the recap and reactions from Apple's It's Showtime keynote that just happened on Monday this week. Now, I brought in a friend of the show, someone who's contributed to the show, Gil Cabrera. He's an Apple diehard fan. He lives, eats, breathes, drinks, and sleeps this stuff just as much as I do and all of us do. So he's going to help me break down kind of what he thought and what I thought. And it's just fun to go back and forth, especially after a keynote. Also, when you hear the show, we'd love to hear what you think about it, what you thought about the keynote. Call in 833-888-ABXL. That's 833 888 2295 or you can leave a great voice memo applebitsshow at gmail.com that's bits with a z also you can support this show at patreon.com slash brian tong starts at two dollars Goes up to 5 10 25 $100 for the platinum level. It's a way you can support my content that is completely independent. And honestly, I rely on you to keep this thing going. So you can check it out starting at $2 a month. And also the Make Biggest Benefit, a completely ad-free version of the show. So without further ado, let's get to it. Here's Gil and I talking shop about the Apple It's Showtime Keynote. All right, Gil Cabrera is here with me in the house uh, talking everything about the Apple It's Showtime live event. Gil, thanks for coming and hanging out as usual.
1: My pleasure for joining
0: you. You've Looking like, forward to it. You've kind of graduated. You're, you've graduated to a guest-level status. That's how important you are.
1: <laughs> oh, very excited about it. Very excited about
0: <laughs> it. All right. So, you know, we're here to kind of talk about and bounce back our opinions of what we thought of the Apple keynote. I think kind of the easiest way is for us to kind of go down almost in order of what Apple's announced and what they talked about. So I'm going to start off... Um, with the Apple News Plus service, just to give kind of people a general feel in case they weren't really paying attention to it. This is where Apple is going to integrate news services and magazines from their texture acquisition, just like we had expected and what they had reported, which will give people access to over 300 publications within Apple News. These are magazines like National Geographic, Wired, People, L, et cetera, et cetera, but also news outlets such as the Wall Street Journal, and the Los Angeles Times. Now, some new details have come up that we will talk about um, in a little bit. But Gil, when you kind of first saw this news, Apple News Plus, what was your first kind of instinct on it? Have you kind of changed how you feel about it since the keynote?
1: Um, I was pretty uh, happy with it. So I, I've I've actually used the Apple News app more than I expected to when it first launched. It was you know it was one of those things when they first did. I was like, yeah, I, I don't need another. You know, aggregator of news, but um, it's actually been pretty useful. And now that I've sort of controlled the, you know, which ones I want to hear from, I don't get the multiple uh, news of the same event over and over again from the different publications. (laughs) So it's actually worked really well now. Um, and then, uh, you know, I think you and I were kind of texting in the background during the um, oh, during the announcement. We? Yeah, we? well, maybe maybe a, maybe a little. You were you were a multitasking machine. <laughs> oh, um, but uh, uh, you know, I think the, the the incredible thing for me is the, and I know you want to talk about this, is the Wall Street Journal piece because I, I think that almost makes it worthwhile if you read the journal, not as you know as in depth as some people do but if you just if you just tend to go to articles in the journal and then when you couple that with a couple of magazines to me it's it's kind of worth the price actually so yeah. i was i was pleasantly surprised with with that offering
0: yeah for me i mean see i i actually think first of all i think the service is really good for people that it fits in like for me example for example for me i do read digital magazines but i'm pretty selective about the ones that i read because of the time that i actually have available to me so the two key magazines I read and I don't even get to read them all the time is wired. And then this magazine called empire, which does a lot of kind of the geek pop culture movie stuff. It's like a entertainment weekly on steroids. That's kind of like the way that I would, it's really cool. It's from the UK. So when I thought about like just even pricing wise wired, if you wanted to set up kind of your own digital subscription for wired alone, it's only 10 to $12 a year. And then empire for me is $20 a year. So I'm talking about $30 now. If I was going to go for a full year on Apple News Service, we're talking about $120, I'm not at the point where I even know that I have enough time to read that much content where I feel like it'd be worth it for me. But I think for a lot of people, like you said, I think the Wall Street Journal piece and the LA Times piece is what makes it more compelling. Now, after the keynote, Apple didn't talk about this during the keynote, but a report came out that basically, and Wall Street Journal confirmed it that apple news plus will only include access for 3 days worth of the wall street journal archives and then you'll still be able to search for some topics but it's not necessarily full access where you can get all of the wall street journal does that are you still okay with that or does that bother you uh,
1: i you know the thing about the journal is it's one of the few publications that has a real brutal paywall right mm-hmm. so it it when somebody when i see uh, an article or something that i want to read that's the only one that I usually get hung up on I mean there's ways around that stuff but but they they're pretty strict about their paywall so I think that still ends up because the journal is like 20 bucks a month mm-hmm. uh, just just for digital now your first year you can get it down to like 10 uh, fifteen dollars a month I think <laughs> but but like you know for, for that's their special deal but um but other so it's still a savings on that and then Yeah, I'm the same way with Wired, Um, and then we also have the Atlantic, um, which is in there, and then the LA Times. So the LA Times is like the New York Times to me. It's like you know you can you can get you can basically read the articles you want to read without really paying for them. Yeah. So you're not saving a whole lot of money. So to me, it it still is the journal that's probably the most compelling, even with the three day lag. I don't go back that far. I mean, that's It's my daily reading type of stuff, so that's the only thing I would be dealing with anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you had a chance to, but I jumped into the actual app already. Um, I updated to iOS 12.2, which I typically never do on day yeah. one. I typically wait like literally a week, but I decided, okay, I want to at least check out this news app. And what I found was kind of interesting, and I don't know if this helps people or not, but when you open up the regular news app, you um, you can you know you can add kind of your favorite outlets that you want to get content from that's curated in the main list so i added the wall street journal and they do have a selection of articles but what i found was weird or maybe a little disconnected is that i then clicked on the news plus because there's an icon that's separate from the regular feed versus the news plus feed the news plus feed is primarily magazines but you have to actually manually scroll through that kind of initial top area and then it will serve you a few wall street journal articles so i was kind of like I guess I was hoping to see the Wall Street Journal actually be an option of quote unquote an outlet or magazine slash newspaper that you could pick specifically on the News Plus section of that, but you actually can't. They kind of just served you three or four Wall Street Journal articles within the rest of the magazines that they said, "Hey, check this out." I thought that was kind. But you can't.
1: But you can if you scroll down. You can go down and pull the whole journal up.
0: Like if you go all the way down, down, down.
1: Correct. Yeah. So on the on the at least for mine. Well, I have it on as one of my favorites. But if you go down and you hit the Wall Street Journal, then you can actually see kind of the you know all the articles that are there from today and a few days ago. So it's it's sort of it's it is kind of there as almost the it almost looks like the not looks like the Wall Street Journal app, but it it, it's broken down into top stories. You you know all their sections. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I saw I saw that part. Yes yes I saw that part. And, and the magazines thing is interesting because if you've ever, if you got Wired magazine on, uh you know, through Wired, the digital version, it's, you know, it's a little bit slicker than, yeah. right? it's it, it, it feels more like a magazine. This is more like you get the cover that has some movement and then you get the table of contents and then you can sort of like go to the article you want. And then it's just just read like an article where whereas the magazine feels a little bit slicker
0: yeah i agree with you you know it, it basically kind of feels like a pdf version of the magazines that you're reading which it is whereas if you go into like this dedicated apps you'll get some of the cool animations or you kind of get the, really the unique feel of navigating some of that stuff that was a condé nast is kind of like the brains behind wired and some of those other magazines so i do kind of like i I, I think for me right now like I'm going to play with this for a while and kind of check it out but I don't know if I'm I'm the type of user that would use Apple News Plus long term yet.
1: Yeah, I'll see I'll see how it works out and as well. I mean you get well like am is it a week free or a month free?
0: Oh, uh, you get a month free? Yeah,
1: so I'll try it for, I'll try it for that month and then see how much I'm using it cuz I'm I'm with you. I mean again, I don't I just don't have enough time to dig through so much of this stuff. But I like having – when I, you know, when an article comes up, I love being able to just jump in and reading it and, and not getting stopped by a stupid paywall. So it's it will be interesting to see um, uh, how, how I end up using it. But I, my guess is I'll probably just keep it because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a typical subscriber you know, problem I have. You know, I subscribe no, no, totally. and I keep it forever.
0: <laughs> no, no. It's good. It's good. Okay. Um, so I guess what would you say? Good Apple, bad Apple – so-so Apple for, for Apple News Plus service for you.
1: I think this is a good Apple. I think this yeah. is a good Apple.
0: Yeah. I'm going to give it a glad Apple. I'm glad it exists, but it might not be for me. Yeah. A glad Apple.
1: All right. Let's go to uh, – I can't, up. can't wait to see that that I don't, yeah, I know, I'm, I'm
0: trying to figure that out right now still. All right, Um, right. I'm going to go to – let's go to the Apple card. and I, What I found fascinating about this one, this one is actually when we – I did like a survey or a poll of the audience during the live stream after the keynote that stuck around to find out – You know, what was their favorite announcement? And so we had roughly 300, we had 317 people respond to it. And the number one thing or feature announcement from the keynote that they liked the most was Apple Card. And at first I was at least, you know, at first I was surprised because, you know, when the keynote's going, you hear so many things thrown at you. And I'm like, oh, that's sometimes I go like, oh, that's interesting. That's cool. All right. Maybe it's for me. Maybe it's not for me. And then I was like, then after the keynote, I read more into it it kind of became a lot more interesting to me. I mean, 37.6% of people were like, yeah, Apple Card was my favorite announcement. The rest of them were all under 30%. So what did you think at least of what Apple is trying to do um, with this Apple Card based on what you've heard so far?
1: So I, you know, I don't, actually understand <laughs> the need for it yeah, I mean, like it, the why <laughs> I, I yeah I mean for me personally right so I, I, I mean I you know I, I, I've got a, a few credit cards and uh, do I need a new one that gives me kind of point a cash back I got a cashback card that I don't really use I mean my primary card is my Amazon and that one gives me 5% on Amazon know, purchases. Right? So it's like 3% for Apple purchases. I mean, I guess I might get it just so that when I do buy stuff from Apple, I at least get the 3%. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of chintzy. I mean, yeah. it is, especially because it's their stuff. That, and we all know their margins. So they're barely giving us uh, – they're giving us basically the, the credit card processing feedback and a small portion of their margin back, which is nothing. I mean, I you know, I, so I, I wasn't thoroughly impressed with it and I didn't quite understand the why of it. Even as somebody that buys a lot of Apple product. I mean, that's the that's the the weird thing about it.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go through kind of some of the things that they that they that stick out for them of why they wanna do now, did the um don't judge me, but did the titan- does the fact that there's a titanium card with your name etched on it and no numbers have any appeal to you at all?
1: Uh, you no, know, I'll tell you, it did. I, I was like, oh, this is stupid. I don't need the- – oh, that's pretty. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay, that would look good in my mind. Uh, the funny thing is it looks nothing on – in person, the, the, the way it looks on the Apple wallet is totally different than
0: the yeah, way it looks Yeah, person. That, yeah, they need, to make, they need to work on that, right? It has to be cohesive, right? It's all yeah, colorful that, on yeah, that's the app. Weird. And it's like this slate of titanium. It's like, come on, guys.
1: Yeah, it's it's it. I mean, yeah, totally. Like I said, I buy a lot of Apple stuff. God knows, I buy way too much stuff on (laughs) iTunes. So I I could see myself making that the default card just to get three percent off of everything. And you know, and that's basically the only use for it, which I think Apple would be fine with. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think what because they kind of went through it, um, and we're doing a lot of things. I think it's really interesting that they're allowing you to kind of because they're controlling the app that kind of dictates this card does. I think it's going to have like this really cool, elegant feel where you want to kind of um, manage your finances, look at your finances better, just directly through this app. I know there's companies and credit card companies and other like third party apps like mint that can kind of help you look at your finances, but it is directly there. You know, they tout a lot about like no late fees um, things like the cash that you're talking about daily cash. All right. 2% on non, apple transactions three percent on apple store transactions but here's the thing that also stuck out to me that they never said um one if you use the card physically like let's say you want to show off and whip out that titanium card you only get one percent cash on this so this is really basically a card that they want people to pretty much use their phone primarily for all transactions
1: so they make it the raddest looking card in your wallet (laughs) But penalize you for using it. Yes. I mean, it was, that yes. is some that is some cruel stuff. I mean, you know, if you got if you got a black card, if you got an Amex black card, you wanna throw that puppy down. And if you got an Apple card, you're gonna wanna throw that down. And yet you're all, you're gonna get like totally gypped on me. You might uh, as well not 1%. use it. You might as well yeah. not
0: use it because like you said, there's like I have an Amazon card tr- for every Amazon purchase, it's going to that for the five percent. You know, it's oh. going to that. There's no other card you're gonna end up using. Um other things that were interesting no annual, late, or international over-the-limit fees. Uh, they're, They're saying that their goal is to provide the lowest interest rates among the industry, but what Mashable did is they kind of looked at what these lower rates for the credit cards have with the Apple card compared to kind of what is the general actual APR rates that are fair or high or low. So according to their report and what they kind of dug up is they looked at kind of what other people had come out with. And Credit Karma, the outlet first said back at least in 2017, the average APR for credit cards at that year was 12.54%. So Apple's lowest rate right now, if I believe, shoot, it was around 13. It ranged somewhere from 13 to 24%, okay? Right. Now, sure, you don't get all those fees and whatnot, but I they did mention that because they're saying, "Oh, you're not going to get late fees. You're not going to have this. Depending on your credit, your APR could actually be higher because they're not going to penalize you that way." According to Nerd Wallet, it was in 2008 the average APR was just above 16. percent. So
1: yeah, that, and that that seems more accurate to me because I, yeah. I credit card rate seems to be higher than 16 generally. But I, yeah, I think if you got if you got good credit and you can get that 13 rate. The thing, the intriguing thing is, it, it was was it no international transfer fees at all? Because it was, I thought that was one of them, right? Like, so if yes. you're, because that's one, that's that's a pretty good deal. Because that stuff adds up if you're traveling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it might become all right. So now I'm thinking it's my it's my. Uh, uh, Apple purchase and international travel card. <laughs> I
0: mean, look, look! If there's a titanium card at stake, I'm gonna find a way to fit it into my life.
1: <laughs> the sad thing is, I've got a, I've got like a, a one of these very thin wallets that has very little room for, for <laughs> card. So I got to take one out. I got to take one out.
0: You might need to take two out. Just you know what? You just leave it at home. Leave the Amazon card at home and just rock the titanium card. Okay. Also- now, you know an interesting an <laughs> interest,
1: sorry an, inter- an interesting thing about this is the um, you know the whole financing piece is that opens a door for them, I think, to sort of expand on their you know fit, your, your personal finance stuff right yeah. and it, and, it, and it really goes right into their whole you know everything you have on your phone is private and it kind of in that messaging as well whereas mint, you know who the hell knows what Mint's doing with your data? Uh, who the and, hell
0: knows? And, we all signed up anyways. Yeah, well,
1: yeah, I'm a Quicken guy but same thing, right? I mean, it's like they all have your data now and so if you'd go, um, if they start, if they, if this kind of catches on they can say, oh, you know what, We're, why don't we track all your cards and give you a sense of what it's looking like and then they sort of keep expanding it from there since they're tied into your bank account anyway. It doesn't seem like a big leap for them to jump into sort of kind of financial services helping you with your budget and stuff
0: yeah i mean they're already getting they're already getting there but i would actually welcome that if if the interface is just super elegant and easy to access i, I wouldn't mind that i think the big thing though when we talk about privacy right apple's always big on privacy um during the keynote they said hey uh, none of your transactions will be tracked because they're all done on device through the secure element or like and so of course this is an Apple keynote. We have to remind people the it's on their home turf. This is like a home game for Apple in their own arena with plenty of employees. And everyone just, right, they just, the applause was like, yeah, really, you know, <laughs> it was, it was, it wasn't at the level of Oprah coming up, but it was pretty good. And Oprah, then, Oprah, Oprah got some love. Oh, She got major love. But then as I watched that, I was laughing to myself because I'm like, um, you realize like 95% of those people have a Facebook page like that's currently active. And so I just always find it how like they're so big on privacy when it's convenient to the story, but they all have Facebook pages.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, totally true.
0: So I I, um, I also with the titanium card, I think if Apple wants to even take that up to the next level, they're going to eventually, and this is, we'll put this, uh, we'll mark this date. There will eventually be a space gray titanium card for like, the, for for that next tier of baller, yeah, just because,
1: yeah, yeah, baby, like, yeah, it'll be it'll be the Amex Black. Competitor. That's what I'm saying.
0: Hell That's yeah, what I'm saying you got I'm you got to go there. So all right, three yeah. percent on Apple purchases, fine. I'll use it for that. they yeah, might have got me at, there
1: at least. Plus the titanium card is cool.
0: Uh, for me, definitely good Apple. What about you?
1: Yeah, no, I think well. Again, I think it's. A, I, I still think it's a Y apple, but I'm still going to buy. It. But I'm still, but I'm still going to get it because I'm sad and pathetic that way. But uh, yeah, I think it's a Y apple. Like uh, you know,
0: um, what if there was no
1: titanium card? See, I I'll tell you that. Then it gets interesting. Although I'll tell you, but again, the the hook for me is it's like an extra three percent, and then um, uh, here's an interesting thing. I assume <laughs> that three percent kicks in even like. Like during the Black Friday sale, when it's five percent off yeah, across yeah, the Apple yeah. store, you're going to get better. better, right? You're going to get three percent on top of that. But um, so that plus the international travel that that's why I'm getting it. But still, still generally a why Apple.
0: Okay, I think you still avoided my direct question about like, but that titanium card. It is a selling point. <laughs> it is. No, <laughs> Let's no, it be real.
1: <laughs> it absolutely is. It absolutely is.
0: Look at how shallow we. Yes, we can admit sometimes we are shallow, <laughs> and that freaking Apple marketing crap totally works. It's so pretty. It's it's, going to be prettier in person, dude.
1: When you drop it down, it goes clank. I mean, that's
0: cool. The next next time (laughs) we go out for dinner, we're both going to break and we're going to bust out the card to compete. Who's going to pay for it? Oh,
1: I wonder if we'll get it before (laughs) (laughs) Comic-Con.
0: That's that's what I'm saying, right? Summer. It's uh, expected to come out summer. It's not out yet. You'll be able to apply for the card directly through the apple wallet app so uh clearly we both like this you may think that you don't have the time to read a book or to develop yourself social media guess what it could be addicting and time consuming well the blinkist app helps solve this problem Now, Blinkist is the only app that takes the best key takeaways, really the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down so you can read or listen to 15-minute segments. Blinkist is for busy people like myself who want to get the main points of the books quickly without reading the entire book. There's already 8 million people that are using Blinkist right now, and it has a massive and growing library from so many nonfiction topics, including self-help, business, health, and history. Now I've read and really listened to some of these books and I just highly recommend that you check out one of them is called Getting Things Done by David Allen because it's about being productive and stress-free at the same time. You know that I'm juggling so much so it was really helpful to get some words of advice to guide me there. And then the other one, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's all about being more efficient for myself but I really feel like this can help any of you in any field of work. So for a limited time, Blinkist, has a special offer for just our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash AppleBits to start your free seven-day trial. Now, I went to the site, and what I like the most about Blinkist is that you can really get, like I said, the important stuff that I need from a book really in around 15 minutes. So, When I'm stuck in L.A. traffic, which I have learned can be brutal, it helps me out to kind of fast-track myself to be more intelligent and more informed. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash AppleBits with a Z to start your free 7-day trial. That's Blinkist.com slash AppleBits. If we're going up to the next thing, we're going to talk Apple Arcade. Uh, I guess I'll I'll start off with how I felt with Apple Arcade. I thought it was cool. Uh, I didn't. It wasn't anything mind blowing, only because for me right now, where I'm at, I I've probably played less mobile games than at any other time in my life. It might be because I'm so busy with just doing other stuff, right, making content and all that stuff. I thought the service was cool. Yes, it is kind of like their Netflix of games. The games that they actually showed off looked pretty good. They're gonna launch it sometime in the fall. With 100 titles, they didn't give an actual price for the service, um, which makes it interesting. I have my ideas on that. But what did you think of Apple Arcade?
1: So this was the one I was least excited about, and also because I, you know, I'm I'm just not that big of a mobile gamer. The only the only thing so pathetic to admit the only thing that my wife currently says I'm addicted to is this Star Trek Fleet Command thing that I can't can't let like go of, <laughs> um, uh, which I told which wait. was totally like an Instagram ad that I clicked on and then like actually got this stupid game. But
0: um, hold, but hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, we need ex- Are you like the captain on an Enterprise? Um, like managing stuff. Like what you need to t- t- tell me what this game actually is. <laughs> so
1: it's, it's a little bit broader. So it's a fleet. So you have a star base <laughs> and you, you know, you build resources. It's, and it's one of those games that like you can pay and get ahead faster, or you can take your time and like stuff just takes time to build and stuff like that. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's, and it's multiplayer. It's a multiplayer universe. So you get attacked by different ships and it's, it's kind of fun. Like I, 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 I've been playing it about a month now. it's probably, I'm probably slowing down a little bit on it because I've gotten as far as you can get without having to pay a lot of money, I think. Um, but uh, <laughs> but that's that's about it. So none of the games that they showed really jumped out. I mean, they looked like most mobile games look like to me, right? Um, and there was only one, I think, recognizable one, right? I saw Sonic in there yep, at some yep,
0: point. Yep, Sonic.
1: Um, and... Right, but that was about it. So, eh, I mean, it wasn't really... It, that. I was not the target audience for that, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I think, think I might point. have been in the past, but... Just because I'd rather these days I'd rather watch really good content, like no plug intended DC Universe stuff that that takes time away from me playing mobile games.
1: Totally, yeah. So, no, I watch way more TV than I play right. games for sure.
0: Um, for sure. What my my guess is that because mobile games in general are already cheap, I'm gonna throw out a number. It might be low, but I, I feel like this service 4.99 would be would make sense to me. I don't know if 9.99 to throw. Look, if they're putting nine ninety nine out there, you have Apple News Plus, and then Apple Arcade, and then Apple TV Plus, which we'll talk about in a little bit. I can't see all of them being ninety ninety nine, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say maybe four ninety nine. Is that too sound too low to you?
1: No, that's that seems right because most games are that low, right? I mean, most Free games are right a around a rock, right? right? Yeah, f- yeah. So I think I think that's probably right. But even that seems kind of so that, even that seems kind of expensive for mm-hmm. what you're getting. You know, like five, but like. You know, because you can get a game and then you're done. Pan. Who the, You know, who cares at that point? Um, but uh, it, that'll be interesting to see how well kind of this one does. And then they're moving some of the stuff onto the desktop, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, but yeah. even there, it's it's. I just don't know if it it's got that kind of kick. Now, you know, it, I don't know if you want to talk about this towards the end, but one of the things that's interesting is you know, kind of like an overall yeah. subscription package yeah. for for everything, right? Like Apple Plus, and it gets you arcade, news, TV. Um, and it's whatever, 15 bucks a month or some, some, some bundled deal. That would be interesting. Um, the funny thing about this one, I don't know if you saw me, I commented on this, uh, in the chat stream, but is, um, this is the one that Apple's antitrust lawyers are just like, oh man, you know, like, and, and, and at some point, at some point they said something like you know, because we have, because it's in our app store. And I was like, oh <laughs> man, that is what like all those people that want to break up all the big tech companies are like talking about, you know, when you leverage your own app store to benefit yourself, that's, that's the stuff they hate. And so I was like, man, all the lawyers just
0: like, yep, that's going to come back. and buy They're already, they're <laughs> already, yeah, they're like, they're like, Doo, do, 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 twiddling their thumbs. All right, we got work to do. Yep. We got work to do. Yep. yep. The um one feature that I didn't talk about Apple Arcade, which uh, you kind of briefed, briefly kind of mentioned about the Mac, you'll be able to pick up wherever you played your game amongst iOS devices and Mac. So that's, that's a cool thing, right? It's basically cloud synced wherever you are, the way that they presented some of the games felt like they were almost trying to give a chance for more in-depth story based games to have a chance to live on their app store through this Apple arcade. So I think if there can be some interesting things there that might serve that market well, but again, I don't, I don't see myself at least ponying up for uh for Apple arcade.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, and and they'd have to have a. I think they'd have to have a a few compelling titles to to rope you in, and that's we'll see what they come up with. But I agree with you. Like some of the games look like some of the games you get more on the Apple TV, which were Mm -hmm. you know kind of more substantive games, or and and games that are kind of cross-platform, like that. it's that one game that's like really dark, and you're kind of walking through a a, a forest. I can't remember that game, but it's really. That it's, sounds, dude. A, that
0: sounds like twenty <laughs> games on the App Store. <laughs> I know it's a really good game.
1: I can't remember which one it is, but it's on it's on uh, it's on all the uh, platforms. And so I'm i just looking at it. I'm looking for it on my Apple TV, but I must have deleted it because I finished it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those like addicting games that you're going through a very long, you know, puzzle type of thing.
0: Was it Limbo? Did they ever yeah. release that? Was no, it Limbo? was Limbo was on Microsoft Xbox for it was it was,
1: it was, was the, the, the follow up to Limbo oh, actually, okay, which was really good, like I mean, like Limbo a, two. Yeah, they they called it something totally different, <laughs> and it was. Um, God, i wish i remember the name of the game now but it was uh it, cross-platform game Okay, it looks okay. the same across all platforms beautiful you know limbo was really beautiful in terms of the way they did it and and this one was the same uh and it was about you know if all in it was probably two two and a half hours of if you were if you're plugging through the game
0: yeah very cool all right um you don't you don't have to follow the rules of saying bad glad good what what type of apple would you rate this uh the yeah, apple this RK?
1: this is this is a meh. I That's mean, exactly me what kind of a meh.
0: You read my, you read my mind. That's in my video. I called it a meh apple. Well, oh, there you See, go. Know? It's like See? we're connected or something. Great, great minds. Great, great minds. mind. Totally, totally great minds. Totally think. Okay, <laughs> meh apple for the Apple Arcade. Let's let's get to the big Kahuna here. Now we're talking about Apple TV Plus, uh, as they call it, the new home for the world's most creative storytellers. Now the presentation was extremely long. Um, oh my god, so it long. It was it was painfully <laughs> long. I think that if there's one thing that every if you ask any tech thirsty person, the last thing that we want to see honestly is celebrities talk for a long time because in my mind the the product has always been the celebrity, right? Even mm-hmm. even at the end of keynotes historically when Apple would have like a musical artist sometimes like, "Oh, here we go. Let's just like" snooze this or get out of the keynote already which a lot of people would do but apple tv plus is here they rolled out a-list celebrities i want to talk about at least in the moments that we were watching that how did you feel um initially like when they first led with that five and a half minute like montage that was like dude what are we doing here
1: the video was crazy long and it was all (laughs) about like creativity
0: and being a creator
1: and of all these famous people that are mm-hmm. crazy successful at being creators and I'm like that's rad you guys are really cool I love your work but Jesus five and a half minutes of this Yeah, I mean two minutes in you're like okay I get it mm-hmm it's a, it's cool to be a creator. (laughs) I I, I would love that job. I too would love your job, (laughs) you know? And, and so that was rough. And then they just kept like doing those, those vignettes with everybody where it was like a new artist comes out and then they talk about it. So I thought it was just entirely too long. It reminded me of the upfronts, which is what the networks do, what in the, in the spring, um, to sort of pitch to all the advertisers, right? Except Mm -hmm. no, there's no advertising on Apple TV so it's kind of funny but um (laughs) uh but that's what it totally felt like right like a little little glimpse of everything that was coming um the one show that i was really intrigued by is do you remember amazing stories from the 80s
0: um i was alive during the 80s for the record but i do not remember amazing stories and you said amazing stories that sounds cool like you were excited about that and it's it's spielberg produced right
1: yeah so it was two seasons on nbc in like the Mid mid to late 80s. And it was rad. They were very cool stories. And it's kind of like Twilight Zone. Did you
0: say they were amazing stories? (laughs) Totally,
1: totally. (laughs) They were sort of like twilight zoney but more positive is probably the better way i can mm. put it right um some of them were dark too but but they were really cool they and the production value was decent in the 80s so if he gets to redo that i think that'll be pretty rad actually
0: what, what what would be an example of like an episode if you remember you know like would, it, would they go back in time and mish- i don't even know what it <coughs> so would be the, like
1: the one i always remember is there was a there was a one in, in world war Two, and there was a um uh, it was like a, a bomber, like an American bomber, and the guy that sat in the gunning and the gunning machine, the machine gun on the bottom of the plane, so on the belly of the plane, was like a, a amateur um, artist, right? And so he would draw all these things, and you'd see him sort of draw stuff when they were bored on the way there and on the way back. And on the way back, they they had gotten shot and they couldn't get their landing gear down. And he, he, there, everybody's freaking out. It was really tense, and he like drew landing gear onto a plane. I was going to say that onto a plane in his notebook, and then the damn plane landed on these cartoon. (laughs) It sounds cheeseball, but it was pretty cool. Landing, landed on these like cartoon landing gear wheels. That's the one I remember as a kid. It's, that's also one of those shows that, like, I totally because it's on it's on iTunes, so I want to go mm-hmm. back and look at it and see if it holds up the way my memory remembers it. Because you know I was like twelve, um, but uh, that's the one that I remember. That's that's why I I, I kind of remember the positive spin of, of it. But it was a pretty intense thing, and and you know it's Spielberg, so he'll it should have some decent production value.
0: That, um, uh, yeah, Gil, that that sounds totally amazing, Gil. <laughs> it's too it's <laughs> too easy.
1: People, it's too, people that. That's an amazing apple.
0: So, as you were, I didn't want to jump in and guess the ending, but I totally had guessed the ending. Like, let me guess, this dude drew like some landing gear to save the plane. And you're like, and you're like, and so this guy like drew his notebook, this landing gear. You're
1: you're not going to believe it, Brian. He drew the landing gear, man, the landing gear. But the funny thing is, when you saw the landing gear, it was like cartoonish-looking landing gear on a real plane. So it was pretty. It was kind of funny, but yeah, at yeah, the yeah, same yeah. time, but it was anyway. It was very uplifting at the time.
0: No, God, <laughs> God bless the
1: eighties. God bless eighties. Um, it was a very, very campy time. Very campy time.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering like what our listeners are thinking right now. Like, what the hell is? That? <laughs> no, but I, you know what? I think that the if they can kind of bring that same nostalgia and feeling, but modernize it. I think you're, you're absolutely right though. There's, there's a formula for success there. even with Spielberg, like it's look, we love looking at the stuff that is kind of considered cheesy today, but at the time it was amazing. And that's what brings us back to those moments.
1: Well, and you can give it right. I mean, everything in the seventies and eighties has been given a harder edge and it's made it frankly better. And so they could do the same thing, right? They can kind of give it that edge. And even the, even the CBS twilight zone reboot looks Harder edge than yeah. the original Twilight Zone, right? So I think I think it'd be good. Um, I, I, uh, I'm i trying to think if there's any other show, though, that jumped out at me in terms mm-hmm. of being interesting. I mean, the Steve Carell
0: one. That, with, one, that uh, one I thought could be interesting just because I've worked in newsrooms a bunch, and that might be interesting. I don't know if it'll be interesting enough. Like, when I'm thinking of, you know, I, we talk about all the time, you've got to have literally at least, you know, in today's day and age, three or four Killer shows that say I will subscribe to this, or right. one epic show like Game of Thrones and all the other amazing content that HBO brings to the table. I mean, I'm not doing any disservice to other HBO shows, but that's not easy, you know. No, yeah. it's really hard. And I was actually very concerned in the five and a half minute montage when I saw M Night Shyamalan's face because I watched because M Night Shyamalan owes me money. Because I went to see Lady in the Water, and that is to oh, this day, so bad,
1: so this bad. to this day,
0: that is the only movie I have ever walked out of the theater in.
1: Yeah, no, um, he's his his. I mean, he had a I, you know his movies have gotten progressively worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right, you start with Sixth Sense, which is like oh epic, my, like, like which then, is the
0: top, which is his best easily
1: six, his best. by by far, right? like, Not nowhere close. near, it, right? And then Unbreakable is pretty good. Yeah, it's good. But it wasn't as good, and then the and then he did like the village, which was like, mm-hmm. oh, really? Mm-hmm. They're just mm-hmm. in a park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then mm-hmm. and then what signs? I mean, they just kind of all got progressively worse. Mm-hmm. But his budgets got bigger, so it was kind of an interesting. <laughs> like he like used his best idea, at, you know, like uh, many which artists too. Yeah, yeah, best idea out of the gate. But um, yeah. So I, that'll be and is he doing a series or or a, I,
0: or a movie? I I, I whatever it is, like, I'm not, not going to watch it. <laughs> just until I get my money
1: well, back, but. but I'm just kidding. But so, but the Apple TV Plus is it's free, right? Like that, as long as you own a device. Or
0: well, no, no. So the, see, this is the trick where they didn't get it clear, and also they were. It was a little confusing. So first of all, for people that watch the keynote, we're probably a little confused. Like we were. They first showed off the app, the new Apple TV app. And they showed off the new interface and they talked about it's kind of two different things that are happening. Actually, let's say three. Let's try not to confuse the audience here. So the first thing they showed off is a new revamped Apple TV app. It has new navigation on the top. If you're familiar with the Xbox One, it's it shows like the different categories. It says watch now, movies, TV shows. That's a bar on the top. And then you have your normal tiles like you've seen. Now, the second new thing they brought in is the ability to subscribe to certain networks like HBO, Showtime, and Stars, The main advantage that they're trying to sell you on is that when you subscribe to something like HBO, instead of you having to jump out and go use the HBO app, all that content will natively play within this new Apple TV app. So that's the second part. The third part is inside of this new Apple TV app, you'll have the Apple Plus service and Apple Plus is all this original content we've been talking about that is specific from Apple, whether it's the Steve Carell show, whether it's a JJ Abrams show, a M. Night Shyamalan show, um, which I will not watch until I get my money back. Um, or, but Oprah. Or, or Oprah. Or Oprah. Or Oprah. So, yeah, we'll talk about that in a sec. So, that's, that's how all the content is. They never actually were, you know, we had heard rumors that maybe they'll make some of this content free if you're a device owner. But again, they didn't give us any price. Uh, they gave us I don't think they've even figured out the price themselves, quite honestly. I think yeah. they're still battling that out. Um we don't even know how much it they'll charge HBO itself. There was rumors that it would be nine ninety nine, but HBO is fourteen ninety nine outside of, of Apple. Why why is HBO gonna say, Hey Apple, you could sell our service for nine ninety nine? I don't think they're gonna do that. You know?
1: Well, how much is it I think I think they do that with uh, like PSVU though, right? Isn't PSVU only ten bucks through through Playstation? I think it's cheaper.
0: Isn't um it? I don't well. PS View I believe. I thought it was around. It, I mean, it's a streaming cable. Their, their service is actually not too cheap. It's around. If I believe it's around fifty dollars or so per month for PS Vue. Well,
1: for the whole thing, but it, yes. for the for the, oh, just thing, for the, HBO, uh, just on for of HBO. HBO. Yeah. Yeah. You're right.
0: You're right. You're yeah. You're actually yeah. You're right about that. But then Apple isn't selling a cable service on top. I don't know. You're right. I don't know what yeah. they how they'll really price it. I'm not exactly sure.
1: I don't understand the point of so because most of us have these i mean so there's some people that clearly get hbo and just have hbo now and then that's it and so i guess for no. them that would help because you're buying it through apple and it's sort of consolidated a little bit and maybe that I mean, helps but but if it's not replacing to me at least if it wasn't replacing ps View or um direct tv's app or anything like that i don't I, I don't understand the point of buying those networks. Plus it was like a such a sad, sad, <laughs> sad listing of networks. Oh my gosh. I hold mean, on, it was on, like on. I have
0: the, the list here. Hold on, with you have the list here? Of,
1: yeah, yeah. It was um here I got it. It's uh you know, oh, here you we got go. the good you got the good ones like like Brit Box and uh Acorn T V. I mean, those are those are huge. Um <laughs> Dude. I don't even know what this one is. Eros now. Dude, I
0: mean. Eros, is that like the God of Erotus? I, I don't know what is that, that is, a, right? Is that a porny channel like yeah. Eros now? Noggin. I mean, what the Movie? hell is that? Movie? Mubi? M-U-B-I? Yeah. Shudder? I mean,
1: so, so the only real ones, <laughs> to, Dude, to say, are CBS All Access, Cinemax, HBO, Showtime, Stars. And, and is that. It? I mean, that's. Yeah. those
0: are the big ones. Here, I'm going to read the ones. I'm going to just go down the list of the non-big yeah. ones that were part of that screen. Uh, Acorn TV, BritBox, College Humor's Dropout, Epics, Eros Now, Lifetime Movie Club, Movie, <laughs> MTV Hits, Nickelodeon Hits, Noggin, PBS Living, Shudder, Smithsonian Channel Plus, Sundance Now, Tastemade, Up Faith and Family, Urban Movie Channel – what the hell are those? I
1: mean, nobody, nobody did a deal with these people. I mean, this is just. First of all, they don't even have
0: ABC, and they're like a sister company of ABC, yeah,
1: yeah. Or, or they have a piece of and, ABC. And that's that's I mean, what's also
0: awkward and weird, right? Disney Plus is coming out. Disney's not going to give them any of their content.
1: I, yeah. So I. So I again, if, if you're a full on. Cord cutter, even to the extent that you get everything a la carte. This is not the path This is uh, right, but it's yeah, exactly. It's just I don't, I don't because I so CBS All Access. I literally buy when Star Trek uh, Discovery has had is like eight episodes in, so that I can like watch it all. <laughs> and so then you shut burn, it down, and so then like you shut a it burn down? it in like six weeks, and yeah, then yeah, shut it yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
0: No, so you know they, they let's just put it this way i i don't i honestly don't think that lineup is going to drastically change anytime soon until they they apple has had honestly a contentious relationship with networks because they did honestly screw it up the first time around and yeah. if you look at this list of networks that actually is an indication to me that they couldn't they they might have burned a few bridges because you would expect to see simple stuff like turner and time warner stuff you know there's some easy stuff that is just softballs that exist on every other streaming network it's, yeah. it's not here you know um so that that is interesting to say the least but of course this is all about apple I, you know i think apple would be happy if someone just subscribed to hbo and then apple uh apple plus content I, I don't i don't even know if they necessarily care as much maybe they do
1: i'll be very curious if they expect us to pay for apple plus content <laughs> i mean like really you know well because because I, I mean, there were rumors that it, you'd get it with the thing, and it's not that much content, right? And so it's it feels more like Amazon Prime than it does Netflix.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? and, so, and Amazon
1: Prime still has more shows. Oh yeah. <laughs> <It's, you> know, <laughs> so.
0: I mean, that's the thing. Like you know, I talked about. Like it took, even though I think that. Apple thinks that because, you know, they, let's be honest, inside their walls, they think they're like this amazing disruptor like all the time, right? They think like we can do anything. And so I think in their mind, they're saying to themselves, hey guys, um you know what? We know what the blueprint is. We see what Netflix and Hulu and Amazon are doing. We can just do it. We're sitting on $300 billion. We can buy whatever content we want. We can make it great. I, I really feel like that's what they think, right? But the reality is that, Look, Amazon, Netflix, and Hulu, I feel like it took them at least about two years before they even had any hits that were so critically acclaimed that you had to get it. Oh, you know? more than that. More than that. Yeah, I would say more. I was just being yeah. kind by saying two yeah. years.
1: Prime, Prime was around oh, forever, my yeah. and yeah. I mean nobody even knew it was there yeah. until um, – transparency uh, with, maybe no it was before it was the other one it was the uh the nazi one um, um see i don't even know that uh, see look uh, it, I man I in know. the man, man in the high castle that's the one that, i think that's the one that really changed amazon
0: I yeah think. that see see uh, that it was so important to me that know, but, yeah
1: and transparency came in like the next season and, and they had that's what Top yeah, Gear,
0: guy. Top Gear US was there also, or
1: was it not Top Gear? No, US? they they brought over the guys, which actually great. That's Grand Tour, and that's a great show. Um, so, so that that's come over, but that's about. I mean, and and then this year they had fabulous Mrs. Maisel, which has been a really good show. Mm-hmm. So, but that's I mean, you're right. I mean, that's that is at least four or five years in, at least. Yeah,
0: that's slim pickings. Years and in. then you even look at Netflix; it took them a long time as well. So that's why for them to even. I think the trick also is like even when you have all this A list talent that you're trying to show off, and it's. More, to me, it's a little bit of smoke and mirrors. They, they they can talk about a show that isn't even on that we can't even evaluate its big stars. But a lot of these Netflix shows, most of them, they, they came because of the great writing and the way they were shot. A lot of stars were made from these Netflix shows, the Stranger totally. Things group. Like, totally. you don't need A-list talent to actually have a good show. In fact, it's not necessarily a requirement, especially with how we c- consume so much content in the digital age. Sometimes celebrities... Are, can turn you off actually because yeah. they have all this baggage that comes with them of how you perceive them.
1: It's fair. I mean, I'm trying before Stranger Things. I mean, what's what? What's the big Netflix shows that were pre that? Uh, you say House that of were, Cards. Oh yeah, House of Cards was their big one. That, we kinda, that well, was. we kind of want to forget that's, that one now because that's, you know. That's, but that was a big <laughs> talent. That was a big talent. Yes. So that one, that one was a big one, and they stole that from. Essentially, I think Showtime was was competing with them for oh, that one. so okay. Um, so you know I think I, I get it. you sort of jump started a little bit. Um, and they certainly I mean, they don't certainly don't need to spend the 10 billion that Netflix spends on content because like 80% of Netflix's content is crap. <laughs> um, but I mean, you, you, see all these shows that just pop up. You're like, Oh my what gosh, the? this, this has like 10 people watching it. What are you guys doing? Like, you know,
0: I'm not even uh, going to, Hey, I mean, look, the Marvel shows couldn't even like oh, I hold know. their own weight on Netflix. I know, I, you know that's, that's, that's,
1: that's saying a lot.
0: Yes. <laughs> and those are big budget shows and yep. people, you know, you would think with everything and yes. Let's be honest. Like there were some really bad ones in there. Like Iron Fist was just trash.
1: Oh God, but, it was so
0: bad. But like the, the budgets, that's where you have a property that should honestly be able to survive on Netflix. You have a budget that is more than capable to survive and it still couldn't do it.
1: Yeah. You know? I think they just, I think they, I think they, I think they did too many shows. Yeah. Like, spread themselves thin. And then the licensing fees were probably killing them too. Oh, so it was, it was more expensive content, not just because of the quality, but because of the Marvel piece. And I also think, you know, Disney wants to consolidate all that in their stuff. So it's, it's a combination of factors. Yeah. But, and, and yeah, uh, Iron Fist is the worst superhero ever. Um, <laughs> Thanks, ever, Marvel.
0: Ever, Thanks ever, ever, Marvel. Ever,
1: ever, ever, he, ever, ever.
0: He's <laughs> way better. He's way better in cartoons. I'll just put it out there. Maybe. <laughs>
1: he still he still literally has a fist that glows i mean come on <laughs> dude,
0: dude, iron man is just a man do we have to start getting into this with in a our- killer killer robot stuff with, all around with him? i mean if i'm look i love marvel and dc we'll just go on a small tangent but iron man is just a glorified batman Okay.
1: Oh no, that's true. I agree with that. I agree
0: with that. <laughs> all, no, I Bat- totally agree no, with that. No,
1: the weirds are that. Batman's better, but yes. <laughs> um uh, but uh yeah, so I don't I don't really uh, this is another one where it this could be big and and I've been waiting for Apple to consolidate my damn television mm-hmm. forever. And they have in a weird way in the sense that we just get all of our TV off of our Apple TV. We really don't use any other device now. Um, and that works really well, but that's but that's not what they want to do. And and maybe they get there eventually if they get the right deals. But yeah, they got to they gotta bring a little bit more thunder to, to sort of bring me over on that.
0: You know what I also found interesting about this, Gil, is, okay, so you have all these people that are like kind of established stars um, that have been successful in different ways like on network TV and whatnot. I, I kind of felt it, it showed, it was kind of an indicator to me of how, and look at you're a cord cutter, I'm a cord cutter. The only time I watch regular TV these days is pretty much for live sports um and then unless there's a killer show that i can't miss but even i stopped watching like this is us you know this this star talent coming over to apple is also more an indication to me of the climate of how people just aren't watching tv anymore yeah and they're coming to apple because apple has the one billion devices that oprah made sure to repeat multiple times yep um oprah has her own tv network you would think oh oprah's fine but it's not like oprah's tv network is like flourishing like everyone it's not like Everyone is watching it or talking about it all the time. They're honestly not. And so at the same time, I see a lot of these stars who, let's be honest, aren't like young, emerging new talent. They're they're really trying to appeal to kind of the, the older, more mature audience that has more of a disposable income to use on this because their shows aren't trying to target like the young upcomers, whether it's the stars or celebrities they're using. It's it's really kind of the more established old guard from like the 90s and whatnot, other than yeah, Moa. It's totally for Gen X. <laughs> <It's>,
1: <laughs> I know it is. Right? It is, right? It's like in my generation is like, oh, I know all these people. These people are great. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. JJ wait, Abrams. Wait. I loved Lost. This which is great.
0: hey, which is perfect. Do <laughs> you know what the next Apple TV is going to be called? Apple TV X. it is no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) that'd be perfect apple tv gen x
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's you know we're the smallest generation but we spend money (laughs) i mean you know we do what we can uh i thought so the oprah thing was funny i i I don't think i told you this but so um i left uh so i paused (laughs) before the oprah thing came i I paused like in the middle of the sesame street one right i I had to to go to like to a meeting or something so i come back and i'm like all right we're fast forwarding through that and then and then the next one i think was oprah and it was funny because they did that intro video and it was like a voice we've missed and this is the other and i'm like i thought obama's (laughs) deal was with netflix and so i was thoroughly confused because i was totally reading this You're like cracking me oh up. my god this is like a full political thing you know and then, <laughs> and, then it, and then it was like oprah i was like oh no that makes
0: more sense <laughs> <laughs> That is so funny. That but is hilarious. I, I forgot
1: that Oprah was in in the mix, and so I I was like, is it Obama? Is Obama's going to be the voice? That's a weird voice for for Apple TV. So it was funny. Yeah,
0: you um, know, I th- I mean, you know, Oprah's there. I'm not her target demographic. I haven't look She's the queen I've of media. Never, yeah, I've I've never I've, I've never it. been. I've yeah, never me too. Her me too. Yeah. And that's fine. I mean, um, but I don't. You know, even when she said, yeah, I thought it was interesting when she's like, you know what, we'll we'll be doing like a live interview with Oprah Book Club authors. I'm like. I'm like, that's cool, but that's not enough to move the needle to make someone buy uh pay for Apple TV. I yeah, just, I, w- I just don't think I, it is.
1: I wouldn't think so either. And they have I mean, they do have I mean she the book club is a it's a big deal to Absolutely. the people that like it. So it might be, but I yeah, I, I'm wondering if that demo overlaps with Apple ownership on mm-hmm. they they probably have iPhones, but do they have all the Apple like an Apple TV? I mean, that's the interesting thing. And maybe that makes them get an Apple TV, but the hell knows.
0: And then also um, though, you know, to your point. The Apple's has this new, this new version of the Apple TV app is going to be available on all those TVs other than Apple TV hardware, right? Samsung, LG, uh, Vizio, they struck a deal with Roku, which was huge. They announced there, they're like, oh yeah, it'll be on Roku. No one has ever, that was never officially on the table until then, Amazon Fire products. So, you know, they don't, this is, this is really a huge mainstream play. I'm really curious to see how it plays out. I don't think we'll really know until another two years, quite honestly.
1: Yeah. Don't you think SJ is just uh, rolling in his grave though? Like the, <laughs> the sort of proliferation on other people's platforms. I mean, he would be totally against it, that.
0: It would have, it would have never, honestly, I'll tell you right now, it would have never happened.
1: No way. It would have been, happened. N- never happened under him. And, and you know, I, I'm not sure it's a, not a that's not a bad thing. I think, you know, yeah. I think, they could be too closed system, and and this is an interesting way to do it. And but it also frees people from the echo you know, from the ecosystem. I mean, yeah. that's the problem, right? I, I have so much Apple content that it would take a big meltdown of yeah. Apple's products for me to leave. Exactly. Um, like. And and if I but all of a sudden now, if I can watch all my Apple uh, Apple purchase contents on a Roku, I mean, you know. That, that starts getting interesting.
0: Yeah, that, that kind of changes things a little bit. You're like, oh, okay, you know what? I, I think I'll be okay to a certain degree. Um, the other thing that I was going to say, oh man, now my brain just farted. Forget it. I'll remember it another time. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's in no, there somewhere. No, it's all right. Yeah. So Okay, so um, I think Apple TV Plus is still a TBD for me, but I'm very, very, I'm interested in it. I'm not like... Obviously you and I are both going to at least initially subscribe to check it out but it comes out in fall I'm really curious what they're going to actually launch with I, th- I cuz if it's yeah. not that great it's going to really be disappointing
1: I also thought the fall thing was kind of stupid like you're going to launch when every other network all yeah. the other major networks are launching all their new shows like you're going to go head to head against the broadcast networks cuz they still they still get some they still have some weight so why not launch in the summer and beat them? You know, like that that seemed a weird timing to me as well. But it might just be that the content's not going to be ready. I'm I'm with you. It's a wait and see Apple, and and my issue is just because they have so much cash, they can outspend anyone mm-hmm. in Hollywood for content, and that gives them an edge. That you know whether or not. Tim will let go of that money <laughs> uh, is, is a different question because you know I mean but they could they could easily spend you know up to without even blinking five billion a year on content and and out outbid everybody for the best content kind of across the board right that nobody can compete with their cash position
0: yeah and the thing is though they're still not they're still not doing that right I think they're being they're trying to be in their mind very selective of the people they work with because at least, I don't know what the estimations or the projections were for this year, but I remember in 2018, Netflix on it, on the record, they, had, they were investing five to six billion in content and Apple was only putting down one billion. Right. And like you said, you can see that Netflix is definitely doing that because there's a whole, there's some good stuff. There's a whole lot of Garbage on there as well that I will never, I will never watch. Like, do we really need ten more food shows that we never watch? (laughs) I I think we can, I think we can trim that down. But I'll be curious to see if you know after year one, does Apple amp that up? Because at the same time, I think they're hoping that these two execs, I believe they got them from Sony, that are now kind of heading their division. They're hoping that these guys know know exactly what they want, so that they can be selective. But again it is an art, but it's also not an art at the same time because you just never know what hits with people sometimes.
1: Right. Yeah, I know. I mean, you have no idea. I mean, look at that. You know, you Netflix had that Will Smith movie, which was like crazy. Oh
0: my God. I Did, did you bright. ever watch it? I don't even remember oh, the yeah. name of it. Bright, bright. How, how it was it? It was, it was
1: it was weird. I mean, it was sort of like a, a rehash of a bunch of different movies and with a high production value and Will Smith. <laughs> you were like, really? Near, and then it was over and you're like, that was it? That was the whole movie? That was it? And they were like... Okay. <laughs> you know,
0: the funny thing about what you just said is, you know, I guarantee you that was literally the pitch to Netflix. Hey, so we're gonna we're gonna take pieces of like a whole bunch of movies you might recognize. Yeah, yeah. The, the effects are gonna be amazing, and we're gonna put Will Smith in. And Netflix is like, here's your three hundred million dollars. <laughs> totally. Here, here it is. Totally. Go make yeah, it.
1: D- yeah, and Will will go to Comic Con. He'll make a big deal about it. And we're gonna. It'll be great. And go, then go I mean, make that, it. That thing was on and off like. Within nanoseconds, and I mean, who knows? With the the subscriber base, a ton of people probably watched it. But like, okay, nobody nobody bought Netflix to watch Bright. No,
0: <laughs> and no. I think I think these subscription series, people are subscribing to watch series more they are than they are to watch just like a one hit wonder movie. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: So no, totally. I mean, that's like I said, that's me with it's CBS. That's me with um, uh, Hulu. Right? I only go Hulu for uh, what's the the Handmaid's Tale? Yeah and then, and then I turn it off and it's like, all right. And, And, and that's kind of how I'm dealing with all of these things, sort of just straight up a la carte, um, as much as I can. And it's a pain in the ass because there's 50 million of them. And then I have to remember <laughs> to turn. I mean, I kept Hulu on for like an extra four months because I just kept forgetting to turn it off. <laughs> right? I, and that's their total business model. But I'd see the bill and be like, oh, I got to turn that off. And then I'd get distracted. <laughs> and then another month would go by. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> totally. Totally. Oh, darn you, Hulu. <laughs> 40 extra dollars you took from me. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: So, um, you know, we'll wait and see what happens. This fall. Oh, random question. Uh, have you seen Doom Patrol yet?
1: i have not it's um, on my it's on, it's on my please, list please
0: yeah. you need to text me when you see that ser- series it's it's ridiculously aw- i've never i've honestly i've never seen any show like that ever before
1: oh really uh, so, i liked i like titans oh titans, titans was, was awesome titans was the bomb so um i thought that was i thought everything about that was was solid and well done and it was a great story the way they did it yep and um so yeah no i've got it on my list i'm uh I was burning through something else. Oh no, I'm burning through Star Trek right now. That's why. I oh, got, I have no. a I have a time limit on Star Trek, man. I got to get through it before the next <laughs> billing cycle.
0: <laughs> okay, well, um I'll let I won't hold you any longer because you need to make sure you complete it before that billing cycle's over. But Gil, thank you so much for just hanging out um, you know, we I'm going to keep on having you on the show like, you know, I love talking to you and this is just like a fun way to kind of get you in the swing. Um overall kind of final thoughts on the keynote I'll I'll let you do your scale of one to five and the thing you liked the most and the thing that you didn't really like the most. Uh,
1: uh, I'd say a th- hmm. I'd say a three, and mostly because it was just too damn long. Um, <laughs> I mean i cu- I couldn't sit through the whole thing. Right, I had to break. I had to take it in, it's in pieces. Hard. That's insane. That's hard. insane. Um, and then the th- I I I still think the Apple News thing has the best uh, mm-hmm. potential, and I also think one bundle for everything.
0: Is interesting. Oh yeah, we didn't. Yes, yes. Yeah,
1: one bundle for it all could be interesting, depending on the pricing. If they give you enough of a discount across the board.
0: Okay. Um. Before we go, then let's just throw a random. You throw out your random price for the bundle, and I'm gonna think for a second. Um. Yeah. Throw out your random price for the if if they decided to be cool, like actually be cool and give us a bundle.
1: So I think it's got to be somewhere between fifteen and twenty bucks. Hmm and that but that would be Apple TV, Apple Arcade and Apple News Plus, all the pluses basically. Apple Plus.
0: Would you would they throw in Apple Music or no? Apple Music just keep it out of there?
1: Oh actually so, you no. Know, they should throw in Apple Music, which I'm also paying for. So, and but Apple Music's expen- the the family plan's expensive. So, um, yeah, that's the problem. So that'll make it like shit. If if you do if if you do Apple Music, it's probably more than twenty bucks. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna guess around. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess if let's say if they throw in Apple Music, I might guess twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, that's my thinking. I think that would be fair. But knowing Apple, we know they aren't fair. So let's say forty bucks. <laughs>
1: They'll be like, hey, we'll get, hey. Why pay you know all these (laughs) prices separately when you could pay them together, but the exact same price? I know. Wait, wait. What? I I don't understand. I'm buying multiple things. (laughs) Yeah, no. And we appreciate that. Uh, It's still forty five dollars. We're like, wait, I don't. That's more than it would be separate. (laughs) And
0: and they'll say they'll say it with the straightest face. They'll say, or we'll offer a bundle for (laughs) forty five dollars.
1: Well, here's the thing. You give me thirty nine bucks, and you give me uh, iCloud storage. Uh, Apple Music and everything else and that starts getting closer to your savings so you gotta people gotta save some money I mean that's the deal
0: well the, and the anyway. other yeah the other thing about this um, before you know I guess we could keep on talking forever but <laughs> you know for someone to jump on Apple Plus or Apple TV Plus I feel like the market is so saturated that you're I know you like to juggle between your services when it's time to jump on but you kind of almost gotta cancel a service to bring on another 10 plus dollar service these days
1: totally Totally. I mean, I I agree with you, and I, and that's kind of what I've done now. I, I'm I'm my steadies are basically Netflix, and I get Prime because I have the shipping Prime. Oh, that's yeah, just yeah. a kicker. Um, and then and then I still do basically cable light, right? Mm-hmm. Because I mm-hmm. I do PS View. and that's it. Everything else kind of rotates in and out, um, uh, depending on what shows are on. Um, so and and really, what I, if I was smart, I'd turn off like HBO and stuff when nothing I watch I know. is on, I, it's I not on probably,
0: HBO. Honestly. I realized I should probably do that. Yeah. Maybe I mean, after that, Game of Thrones is done. And the, yeah, I watch yeah. Insecure and Game of Thrones on HBO. Those are the two shows I watch on there.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think I watch anything else on HBO nowadays. I think it's just literally, I, it's, you know what, it's there. It's because on when I'm bored and I'm literally channel surfing kind of the way you used to channel surf, there's like a movie. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll watch Die Hard for the 50th yeah. time. Let's do that.
0: I would, you know? they, they have pretty current movies when they come out. So I saw like, I, I because I I just, watched Rampage one night and yeah. it was okay with me. I actually enjoyed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Watch watch uh, uh the uh the skyscraper one too it's it's the same movie except with the skyscrapers is the is the bad person and <laughs> uh and 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 it's absolutely not made for us it's made for the chinese market so oh, it's you know
0: you'll know, you have that yeah has that cheese um like meg did you ever see meg oh, oh no yeah that oh, was that. not
1: for us <laughs> that movie was not made for the american market
0: <laughs> i loved it <laughs> all right it was, yo, it was fun thank you so much for hanging out uh we'll do it again and uh i'll talk to you soon buddy all right all right take care cool bye. thanks bye all right, that's our recap, our breakdown, our reactions from everything at Apple's It's Showtime keynote. Thanks so much to Gil Cabrera for hanging out with us. And remember, this show is all about you all, so I'd love to hear your feedback from it. Call in at 833-888-ABXL, 833 888 I know you all had thoughts. I know you all had reactions. I know some of you weren't very happy about it because – I did the live stream, but I'd love to hear, you know, let's make it easy. Scale one to five, what you thought of the keynote and then what you liked and what you didn't love to hear that. And also any other thoughts that you might have as well. Remember, you can also send us an email at the at at gmail.com. applebits with a Z show at gmail.com. And we got to show love to our Patreon supporters at the $100 level. Those are my platinum apples. Brandon Ledford, Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frader, Jarrett Lewis, Calvin Fatakar, and Zachary Rivera. Thank you so much. And you all can support the show by, come on, giving us a five-star review on iTunes. That's easy. Telling a friend about it, but just showing love to the Apple Bits XL. Thank you so much for all of your support and allowing me to do what I do at patreon.com slash Tom. All right, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, there will be plenty more things happening after a Keynote. There's always kind of new developments. We got to touch upon a lot of that stuff that Apple didn't talk about. So we'll talk to you all next time and we'll see what happens. It's the Apple Bits XL. Have a great week. Take care and be safe. Peace.